This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Three friends, Cole, Haley, and Ben, went on a friendship trip. In Brazil, they decided to go skydiving. This is them right before the jump out of the plane. Which one of them is in danger? Cole. He's wearing a regular backpack instead of the backpack with a parachute. Oops. A mother of four returned home from work and found all of her daughters busy. Serena was playing chess. Catherine was reading. Hannah was watching cartoons. What was Delaney doing? Delaney was playing chess with Serena. On the first day of school, a girl named Mia went missing. The police came to school for the interrogation. There were four suspects, Mrs. Adams, the director, Mrs. Smith, the girl's math teacher, Mr. Jones, the cleaning man, and Mr. Brown, the school's cook. Mrs. Adams said she had had a lot of work and spent the whole day in her office, never leaving it. Mrs. Smith said right after the classes, she started to grade midterm tests and never left the classroom too. Mr. Jones said he'd gone home for lunch, but he didn't know who that girl was. Mr. Brown said he'd met Mia in the cafeteria, but he had nothing to do with her being missing. The police immediately arrested the culprit. Who took Mia, and how did they figure it out? It was Mrs. Smith, the math teacher. She said she was grading the midterm tests, but it was just the first day of school. Esme got lost in the forest. She was wandering around the whole day. Finally, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sundown. She came to a spooky house where a witch lived. She had nowhere else to go, so she entered the house asking for help. The witch offered to play a game. She would ask one question. If Esme got it right, the witch would take her out of the forest. But if the girl made a mistake, she'd keep her as her maid forever. Esme had no choice but to agree. Here's what the witch said. What is the phrase that makes you happy when you're sad and sad when you're happy? Can you help Esme? The phrase is, it will be over soon. This takes place 3 of 9 of Greenland, 2 of 7 of Ecuador, 
and one of five of Egypt. What is this place? It's Greece. An old king had no wife, no children, and no relatives. So he didn't have an heir to the throne and decided to find one. He gave all the children in the country a seed and said that whoever grew the most beautiful plant would stay in the castle and become the next king or queen. One year later, children came back with gorgeous plants of all different kinds. Only one girl, Jane, returned with nothing and said she couldn't grow the seed. The king announced her his heiress. Can you explain why? The king gave everyone a fake seed that couldn't possibly grow. It meant that everyone except the girl cheated. She was the only honest one that would make a good and fair queen. Allison cuts one bread loaf into four pieces in 12 seconds. How much time does she need to cut the same loaf of bread into five pieces? Sixteen seconds. To make it four pieces, you must make three cuts. If it takes her 12 seconds to make three cuts, it means she makes one cut in four seconds. If she now wants to cut it into five pieces, she needs to make four cuts. Four cuts, four seconds each, makes it 16 seconds. Stevens just got a new car he's been dreaming about his whole life. He was planning to go for a ride in the evening, but first, he had to go to work. He locked the car in the garage and left. When he came back home, he opened the garage and found that his car was missing. He called the police. The officer interrogated three of his neighbors. Samantha said when she'd been walking the dog, the car had still been there. Ryan said he'd been away the whole day and hadn't seen anything. Theodore said he had come to Stephen's house to ask for some garden tools, but he hadn't been there, so he left. This information was enough for the police officer to arrest the robber. Who was it and how did he figure it out? It was Samantha. She said she'd seen the car had still been there. However, the garage door was closed, and she couldn't possibly see it. Adele found her boyfriend, Oliver, poisoned in his room and called the police. The officer asked her to say what happened. Adele said she'd been walking past Oliver's house and noticed that the light was on. She came to the window to see if that was really him in the room. It was cold, and there was frost on the window, so she wiped it away to see who was inside. She saw that Oliver was on the floor and called the police. The officer immediately realized she was lying and arrested her. How did he figure it out? Adele said she wiped off the frost from the window to see. But she couldn't possibly do it because frost forms on the inside surface of the window, the one that's in the room. Adam wants to send his wife, Brooke, very expensive diamond earrings. The problem is that whatever is sent by post that isn't locked 
always get stolen. Both Adam and Brooke have some locks, but the other one doesn't have the key that would open the lock of the other. Still, they managed to make it happen, and Brooke got her earrings. How did they do it? Adam locked the box with earrings and sent it to Brooke. Brooke received the box, put her lock on the box, and sent it back. Adam received the box, took away his lock, and sent it back to his wife. Then Brooke opened her lock with her key and got her earrings. Yeah, I know, they're married and live together, and he could have just handed the earrings to her. But what fun is that? James, a father of four, went to work leaving a $50 bill on the kitchen table for his oldest daughter, Quinn, to go shopping. When he got home, there was no food. Quinn said she hadn't been able to go shopping because he hadn't left any money. James asked his other three kids to come down and question them. Beverly said she saw the money on the table but didn't touch it. Kenneth said she opened the window and put the money under a book so it wouldn't fly away. Owen said he'd put the bill inside the book between pages 57 and 58. Can you tell who's lying? Owen is lying. He couldn't put the money between pages 57 and 58 because they're the two sides of one page. Esme got lost in the woods again. This time, She was wandering around for two days until she could at least find the witch's house. When they met again, the witch had another game for Esme. She said she had two identical cards, but one of them had free written on it and the other card had stay. Esme could pick only one. If she got the one with free written on it, she'd come back home. If she picked the one with the word stay, she'd stay forever. However, this time, the witch didn't want to leave Esme a chance to escape. So, she wrote STAY on both cards. Esme anticipated that the witch would do it. She managed to win and get back home. How did she do it? She picked a card and burned it, saying it was an accident. The witch had to open the remaining card that said stay. Since, according to the rules, there were two different cards, the witch had to agree that the other one that Esme picked and burned must have been the one that would set her free. After Jackson was shipwrecked, he found himself on a deserted island. Luckily, he still had his pills with him. There are two blue pills and two red ones. He needs to take exactly one red pill and one blue pill. But Jackson is blind and doesn't know which one is which. There's not a soul around to help him. How can he manage it? Jackson should break each of the four pills into half and eat four halves of each. This way, he'll exactly eat one red and one blue one. Someone stole a rare diamond from Mr. Lawrence's house. The police suspect Jack, a notorious burglar. A detective immediately goes to his house, but when Jack finds out the man doesn't have a search warrant, he doesn't let him in. 
In an hour, the police arrive again, this time with the warrant. They search the entire house, but find nothing. They're ready to leave when one of the police officers exclaims, I know where the diamond is! And have you figured it out too? When the police first came to Jack, his hair was much shorter. He must be wearing a wig, and the diamond is hidden underneath. On Tuesday afternoon, a man came to the police station. He claimed his car had been stolen. Detective Brown asked the man to show him the place where it had happened. They went to a movie theater. The man said that the day before, he and his wife had come to watch a movie. They left the car in the parking lot. But when the movie was over, the car was gone. After looking around for a couple of minutes, the detective understood who the criminal was. And have you figured it out? There was no theft. The man is lying to get the insurance money. Look, there are no movies on Monday. Maria Walker, a rich businesswoman, collected ancient pieces of art. One day, she managed to buy a priceless Chinese figurine. Maria locked it in a safe in her office and went home. But the next morning, the figurine was gone. The police have three suspects, all of them Ms. Walker's subordinates. The detective asked each of them if they had taken the figurine from the safe. Beverly said she hadn't been to the office since Monday. Ralph said, I don't know how to open safes, and I'm not interested in Chinese art. And Vincent said he had been to Ms. Walker's office after her departure, but he only took some documents he needed. Who is the thief? It's Ralph. Otherwise, how would he know the figurine was Chinese? A man wearing a hat, a bandana covering his face, and dark sunglasses robbed a bank. The police have three suspects. Look at them and try to figure out which one is the criminal. Usually, people tie bandanas under their ears. But in this case, the bandana covers the ears, probably hiding something that distinguishes the man from other people. The criminal must be the man with a large earring. Jesse Harris was a pilot. Once, there was an emergency during a flight. Jesse had to land the plane right on the highway. Luckily, he was a skilled professional and no one was hurt. But Jesse himself hit his head and lost his memory. When he climbed out of the plane, two women ran toward him. Both of them claimed he was her husband. Can you figure out who's telling the truth? The woman on the left is a robot. Look, there's a USB port in her neck. Mary was a college teacher. It was the beginning of a new school year, and three new students joined the class. When Mary saw them, she immediately realized something was off about one of them. Who? It's the guy in the middle. He doesn't have a shadow. Logan worked as a security officer on a small cruise ship. One day, during a severe storm, he found Mr. Lewis lying on the deck. When the man came to his senses, he said someone had hit him on the head and taken his wallet. Logan had three suspects. He visited them in their cabins. Linda told him she was feeling queasy because of seasickness. She couldn't even get up from her bed. 
Denise said she had been watching a movie on her smartphone, and Philip said he had been writing a letter to his wife. Logan immediately understood who had hit Mr. Lewis. Do you know it? It was Philip. Look at his letter. The handwriting is immaculate, but it's impossible to write so accurately during a storm. Kayla went on a business trip. She didn't have time to tell her boyfriend about her plans, so she left him a note with clues. In it, the woman wrote, I'm in the city that is three of seven chicken, two of three cat, and one of two goat. I'll be here for a week. Come visit me. Do you know where Kayla's boyfriend should go? Chicago. Yeah. Look at these guys carefully. Can you tell which one has drawn the graffiti? It's the guy on the left. He has some spray paint on his hoodie. Alan was driving along a small country road when he saw that someone had crashed their car into a tree. A moment later, he spotted a man running toward him. Help me, please! I was moving rather slowly when a truck suddenly cut me off. I lost control of my car and crashed into a tree. Alan gave the man a lift to the police station in the nearest town. They found the truck driver surprisingly fast. He was right near the doors of the police station. But the man denied cutting the smaller car off. He claimed he was going to the police to report the accident. Suddenly, Alan realized who was lying. Have you figured it out? Look at the tire tracks. It's obvious that those left by the truck go over the ones left by the car. It means the truck couldn't have cut the smaller car off, and its driver is lying. Several police officers were called to a hotel. One of the employees was found unconscious on the floor. The police checked the cameras to figure out what had happened. They didn't see the criminal, but now they had three suspects, all of them hotel guests. Sarah said, I heard some noise, but I stayed in my room because I was scared. James told the police he had been outside. He was trying to catch a taxi to go sightseeing. And Damien said he had been sleeping at home at the time of the accident. Who is lying? Damien. He's a hotel guest. Then how could he be at home sleeping? Beverly was making dinner in the kitchen when she heard glass shatter. She rushed to the living room and saw the window broken. Someone had thrown a stone that was now lying in the middle of the room. Beverly called the police, but they didn't manage to figure out who the culprit was. The next day, when Beverly came home from work, she saw something on her doormat. It was a note. Williamson was the surname of Beverly's neighbors. There were three teenagers in that family, Mark, Roy, and Natalie. Which one broke the window? It was Mark. The note says, question mark, Williamson. Bruce owned a large store that sold expensive designer items. Recently, there have been several thefts there. The man asked his friend Gabriel, who was a police detective, to check what was going on. Gabriel spent two hours in the store. When he left it, he knew who the thief was and who was guilty of these crimes. 
The thief was the detective himself. He easily stole a pair of costly sunglasses to prove that the store security was very bad. That's the reason for so many thefts. One of these young women has a dog. Can you tell which one? It's the girl on the left. Her pooch has torn her sneakers. When Amy entered the office, she noticed that her colleague Emma was very upset. It was just the beginning of the workday, but someone had already stolen her purse. Only those who worked in the company could get into the office. Amy started her own investigation. Jenna, who worked in IT, said she had been fixing somebody's computer. Joanna, the secretary, answered she'd been on the phone with some clients. James, the sales manager, said, I've been in a three-hour-long meeting. I'm exhausted. Amy knew right away who had taken the purse. Can you figure it out? It's James. The working day has just started. How could he be in such a long meeting? There are two towns near each other. People who always tell the truth live in one of them. Liars live in the other. The inhabitants of the towns often visit each other. What question should you ask a passerby to find out which town you're in? Ask them, are you a guest here? If they answer yes, you're in the town of liars. If they say no, you're in the town where honest people live. When it's raining, the cat is either in the room or in the basement. When the cat is in the room, the mouse is in the burrow and the cheese is in the fridge. If the cheese is on the table and the cat is in the basement, the mouse is in the room. Right now, it's raining and the cheese is on the table. Where are the cat and the mouse? The cat can be in two places, either in the room or in the basement. But at the moment, the cat can't be in the room because the cheese is not in the fridge, it's on the table. It means the cat is in the basement. And since the cheese is on the table and the cat is in the basement, the mouse must be in the room. Dora was on her way to work. When she was passing by a dark alley, she heard a loud scream. The woman came a bit closer to check it out. Someone was shouting, help, help me! But as soon as Dora saw the alley, she immediately called the police and ran away. Why? It was a trap. There were two kinds of footprints going into the alley, but no footprints coming out. 